The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. So today, I'd like to talk a little bit about that delicate balance between being and doing and how we can learn to be more productive, more inspired and inspiring, more joyful and more enlightened in our actions when our doing comes from that place of being. All right, so here we go. So many of us across the world at the time that I'm recording this episode are in our homes in quarantine. And so many people are really being asked to dig deep and go inside and really address and really experience and focus on this issue of doing versus being. Because a lot of our typical doing, our activities, and the things that we would normally do, do, do are are not available to us right now. So I like to think, I mean, there's a lot going on right now, but I like to kind of think of this current situation as a metaphor where we are all, quote unquote, being sent home, being sent back inside ourselves to spend a little time there and recultivate that relationship with ourselves, with our present, with that energy of being. Our society up until this point has been very focused on doing, on action, on producing, on achieving. And There's nothing wrong with creation and creating things in the outside world. In fact, you are the product, right, of creation. You are a being that is created, that is manifested right here in this physical world through that amazing and divine state of presence. That is actually who and what you are. However, the balance of our world has shifted so much towards doing and away from just presence and being and stillness that more and more we've forgotten who and what we really are and where we come from. And the doing, friends, is no longer inspired by our inner divinity or by our intuition or in alignment with what our soul is here to do, at least not on the deepest level. A lot of the doing is simply taking on a life of its own. It's coming from ego. It's coming from this idea that what I have, do, and create in the outside world is who and what I am. And therefore, I have to keep running. I have to keep going. I have to keep creating because that is myself. As so often happens when I illustrate that energy, I can feel it. And it doesn't feel that grand. I work with many clients, just many people in general, right, that I know that are on the treadmill of life creating and doing, but are not able to be present and enjoy the fruits of their labors. 
So they might be running and working because they have this idea that if I create and I do and I achieve, eventually at the end of that journey, there will be peace and love and light and hope and all the things that I crave. Oftentimes that is not the case because again, these are not things that we achieve. These are things that we already are and that when we create things in the outside world, ideally it's coming from that inner inspiration. It's coming from that beauty that exists within us and we are manifesting and sharing that outward. And friends, that is a very different thing. I also know people that use compulsive doing because sitting and being present with themselves is so uncomfortable. Many of us throughout the course of our lives have had traumatic experiences, sometimes really big ones, that many of us would label as traumas, but oftentimes just little ones, little kinds of experiences throughout your life that have taught you in different ways to forget who you really are. They've taught you that you're not good enough. They've taught you that you're not smart enough, that you're not safe, that you're not lovable. And friends, at your core, you are all those things and you have always been. But again, life sometimes teaches us that we're not enough. And when we have that kind of conditioning for some people, being and sitting with yourself can be really uncomfortable. We've been taught to push our feelings aside. We've been taught not to really tap into the core of who we really are. And we've been taught to ignore our pains and to override our pains and our discomforts. We've been told they're not good, or maybe we're afraid of them, or maybe we feel if we tap in, we'll get lost and we'll never come out. So instead of cultivating that place of presence and learning to be with ourselves, we compulsively move into action and doing and creating because sitting still is horrifying for us. So the present circumstances of the quarantine give us all an opportunity to look at our lives and look where we might have become unbalanced between being and doing and look at the ways in which we might be able to cultivate more of the energy of presence in our lives. And friends, you can do this in many, many ways and they are all valuable. Meditation is one way that you can cultivate presence and some people really enjoy sitting quietly with themselves, but it is not the only way. And again, for many, meditation simply becomes another form of doing because we get this idea that we, you know, it's a practice and you have to do it and it's done and I'm so proud and I sat for 40 minutes, you know, or I sat for an hour or I sat for a day and again, There's nothing wrong with any of those things, but ideally being in presence can happen anywhere at any time by simply disengaging with the need to do, to create, to justify, (laughs) and simply to go inside and to rest. When we learn how to live our lives more and more from that state of presence, everything changes. And we learn to make friends with ourselves and all parts of ourselves that we might otherwise uh, resist or deny or push out of the way. We also begin to give ourselves permission to just be, to be in that space of enjoyment, to be in that space of allowing, to be in that space of infinite possibility. Society does not teach us the power of presence. 
in fact, society teaches us everything but. Imagine a child in school, right, who just wants to sit quietly for a moment. That would be no good. Although nowadays we are bringing the art of meditation into schools. But even meditation, friends, can be thought of as an act of doing if you approach it with the wrong mindset. So to end this episode today about the power of presence, I'd like to end it with a very brief meditation. As always, if you're driving a car right now, I would encourage you to skip this part of the episode and come back to it later. But anybody else can just take a moment now to get comfortable wherever you are. You can sit, you can stand, you can lie down. It doesn't really matter. And if you're moving, that is fine too. But just take a moment if you can to power down. Go inside. And if you can, just take a quick moment to tune into your breath. The breath is often the best way and the easiest way for people to find presence. And oftentimes, if we just notice the sensations of breathing, it immediately grounds us and helps us release the grip of the mind. You can also imagine bringing all of your energy and attention inside of your body, particularly into your belly region. Sometimes it actually helps to put a hand on your belly or two hands on your belly so that you can feel both the rise and fall of your belly as you breathe and also that energy exchange between your hands and your abdomen. Allow yourself now to bring all of your energy and attention into your belly and below your navel. Feel your feet on the floor or your bottom in the chair. Feel a wave of energy running from your pelvis down your legs and out through your feet. You may also feel another wave of energy moving from your heart to your pelvis. And then as you get a, that line of energy between those two points, you can imagine that energy and you can feel it or you can visualize it. Some people like to imagine a color or just waves of light or little sparkles. Allow those now as they, once they've concentrated between your heart and your pelvis, to spread throughout your body. 
keeping most of your attention again in your belly and in that center line of your body. Feel that deep sense of presence. The experience of inhabiting your body from the inside out. If thoughts arise, gently notice them and bring your attention back to the breath, back to your hands on your belly and back to that sensation of inhabiting your physical form. Allow the breath to be like a scrub brush or a paintbrush, gently brushing up and down your spine with each inhale and exhale. Releasing anything that's ready to go and bringing you with each breath to a deeper state of presence and a deeper state of relaxation. Allow those waves of relaxation to travel throughout your body. And with each inhale and exhale, you will feel more present, focused, grounded, and relaxed. Know that you can activate this state anytime you need it. Simply by putting your hands on your belly and taking a few minutes to drop inside and tune into the energy of the breath. Imagine that you can create a beautiful bubble of presence and peacefulness and calm all around your body and that you can carry this bubble with you even as you go back into the world of doing. Imagine holding out your hands and putting a beautiful orb of sparkling white light, that beautiful bubble of peace and calm and serenity. When you have that bubble in your hand, imagine giving it a wish or a blessing and then taking your hand and placing it in the center of your chest and allowing all of that beautiful energy, that beautiful orb to be absorbed through your heart center 
and into your body. See how it moves down the center line of your body, helping you and supporting you in deepening that sense of presence. Know that you will now carry this with you, always, and that you will be able to reach this state whenever it's needed or desired. And now bring your attention back to that breath. You can gradually deepen the inhale and exhale. Coming back into the room and the place where you are. Becoming present now, not just at the feel of your body, but also the room and the experiences around you. The feeling of your body in a chair if you're sitting. The feel of the air on your skin. Allow yourself to hear the sounds in the room or the place where you are. Any other sensations or smells or tastes or touches. You can begin now to wiggle your fingers and toes. And then if your eyes were closed and you're ready, you can open them. Ah, the power of presence is available to us at any time. And the more that we can live our lives from this present state of not doing, the more we can realize our full spiritual and personal potential. Let your life moving forward experience more what what you might call inspired doing. Doing that comes from that deeper place within. Doing an action that is inspired by your spirit rather than your busy mind and all the things that the world tells you you should do. I wish this for you more and more in your life. And thank you so much for your time and attention. Namaste. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.